welcome to episode 33 of Checkpoint Chat. Uh, it's been a, another great week. Well, I've enjoyed my week. I've been working out. I feel great. Maddie's beside me. He looks very tired though. Did you work out the whole week? Yeah. Every single day. No, I'm lying. I mean... <laughs> Looking awfully swell of. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Now it's December, so it's nearly beach time. Got, are you going so to the now beach? now you have to crash course. <laughs> the, get, I think, trying to get fit. I think everyone does that. Yeah. Sam is coming. Like, Fuck. The beach is around the corner. I'm going to have a six pack. Yep. It's like, cool. I've got three weeks. Got to... Not eat for three weeks and just work out because that's the only way you're going to achieve that then. Let, let me ask you this. Mm. If you had to do sit-ups backwards, what would you get a six-pack on your back? I'm, <laughs> that's impossible. God. Don't even answer Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of the implications of trying that. Like this weird like motion, just bending my back. And then just, uh, I mean, I've seen people with like really, really built backs and they kind of look like six packs. Really? Like, yeah. Wow. I mean, I watched that uh, new Creed film yesterday. <gasps> How is that, it? Oh, it's pretty good. It's, uh, I don't I think it's Creed. as good as the first one. But the yeah. first one I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how you top Creed one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, his back muscles. Pretty much could be. He's been doing backwards, backwards yeah, setups. Backwards <laughs> setups. <laughs> Reverse setups. Yeah. He should. There's a there's a scene in the film where he hits the ground in the desert with the sledgehammer for a bit. Mm. Maybe that's how you get back out. As, oh, as a workout regime, just yeah, yeah. He just puts on like a a bandana to like not breathe in sand, and he just starts <laughs> fucking hitting the ground with the sledgehammer. Now, like, if, cool. if that's a legit workout, that's the sort of workout I can get behind. <laughs> I mean, can you? That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, I suppose hitting the ground's not as fun, but hitting a wall, something with a sledgehammer, something. You know, you've seen. Have you ever seen those videos? Like, we're going to destroy this house now. Oh yeah, and they just and like, they just destroy the shit out of it. I'm like, hmm, but that, I think that could in the states fun. is a very different prospect because I always watch those and I'm like, try that shit here, mm. where we have fucking brick walls and not like fucking <laughs> sand, like paper between each layer of your house. Try, try knock out walls in South Africa. You'll get six packs on your forearms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how many times have you watched a film where like there's a fight scene and they punch through the wall? I'm like, what? Boy, you'd are, are never you steroids <laughs> yeah no but it's just like it's just like plaster and wood of course they're going to punch through it yeah this, I, I don't think americans build their houses out of like cards and paper apparently <laughs> it's all paper mache and that's why there's a show called house of cards yeah yeah it's it's an actual it's origin story of of the, the, <laughs> of the building system yeah featuring not kevin space anymore yeah, not giving space anymore. I've heard the last season of House of Cards is really bad. Shock. I've, I've never watched it, but I hey. I haven't watched that either. Hey. I've been watching another, uh, like, sort of, like, political show called Designated Survivor. It's mm. pretty good. It's got Kiefer Sutherland, I like Oh. And he's not running... No, not Jack Bauer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, like, he's basically... The whole premise, which is in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything, uh, <gasps> is he's the, the president because he gets assigned to be what they call a designated survivor who's like one person from the government who doesn't attend their state of the nation address or whatever. Mm. Uh, and there's a terrorist attack there and basically all of like Congress and the president and basically the whole government just like dies. So oh, he's wow. the only one left. He's, and he's the designated survivor. Yeah, hey. and he becomes president. It's pretty well, good. Thanks, thanks for spoiling the show. Yeah, no, there's no point. <laughs> now we know. Show. Yeah. It's like the also, season Also, there's a clock and he has 24 hours to oh, wow. A good crossover. <laughs> Don't you hate it when they cast someone in the same role over and over again? I know, again? man. Sean, Sean Bean always designated to die. <laughs> he's a... Is, is he a character in Hitman 2? So... Is um, that a meme going around? No, no, it's not a meme at all. <laughs> So Hitman 2 has these things called elusive targets. They're like mm. timed events 
where they pop a, a target into a a map um, and give that character like a routine and you have uh, whatever, like a, I think this one's two weeks to assassinate them, but you only mm. get one chance. You only get one shot. You get one shot. Is this Eminem singing now? Yeah, got, <laughs> only got one shot. Mom's, time, mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti, yes. Yeah. You can kill people with mom's spaghetti in Hitman. Really? Probably. I don't know. There's very can great we put ways to, to kill test? people in Hitman. Um, so, yeah, you get one shot to hit him and Hitman 2's first elusive target is Sean Bean. That is the best crossover ever. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. Uh, Darren, Darren uh, posted a video of him uh, doing it and he managed it and he's like man I was so discreet Sean Bean didn't even see my shotgun <laughs> he's just like he fucking just rolls into a room and just blasts him away with his shotgun but I mean Sean, Sean Bean's known for dying so yeah it's probably the easiest target you could ever have in no, Hitman he's dying in very creative ways I'm really excited to try this because I never played any of the elusive targets in Hitman 1 so I kind of want to see what the rush is of like having one chance so you've got to roll with your mistakes mm. and oh so there's literally only yeah you only get one shot one one Jeez, shot like, that's yeah. legit <laughs> this is what eminem foretold all the yep. all those years ago he was actually singing about hitman, hitman 2, 2 not about his rapping career mind blown yeah i know <laughs> i mean what, what what a what a prodigy she's like but but back on tv shows i've been watching uh, the haunting of hill house how good uh, is it it is so good i'm i'm only two episodes left i've been it's watching like 10, I think, yeah right? it's 10 episodes so i'll probably get to them today what a show did you uh, that, I, I remember last week you were leaving you're like oh i need to watch episode six i was like that, oh that episode God. is phenomenal it's so well done just thinking watching it i'm like wow it's like i'm watching god of all now because there's just no just no camera shots. cutting whatever yeah. and then they just go to that house and they're going back in time and forward in time and oh, you need to read so up good. on that it's like yeah no no i did i because yeah. I, I remember seeing the articles pop up i was like, I, like need to, I need to i need to put a pin in the map with with episode six, I can come back and read these oh, articles. It's so, so good. That that episode alone, like, I mean, the whole series is great, but after that episode, I was like so sold on it. It was the, just The so thing good. is, it sits on this horror backdrop, which, I mean, it's the haunting of Hill House. Mm. So there are moments that are going to make you, your heart race a little bit. Yeah. The actual family drama in that series is, it's like brilliant. The, yeah how the characters interact with each other, how they've got bad history with each other. Mm. Listen, it's incredible. And how it uses like going back in time to give context yeah. to things. It's really good. Like, and I mean, yeah, like you said, it's horror. It's got every now and then there's like a jump scare, but it's not horror. Listen, like. let, let me tell you, I watched episode... So I watched episode eight last night. That where the two sisters are driving in the car. Oh yeah, Jesus! That I came did, out of nowhere. I did not expect that at all. I like I was I'm watching on my iPad with earphones. I nearly threw my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Because <laughs> a lot of the jump scares, they they sort of it. You sort of expect it to a degree. Yeah. You know yeah, when that the, one things things tense up. Like oh, these sisters are having a fight in the car. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That caught me off guard. Yeah, no. Joe, I, what a great show. It's not yeah, it's not like super, super scary and I find it just really clever. Like I mm. find a lot of horrors are bad because they rely on being like super violent or just mm. like predictable. Um Haunting of Hill House is really no, good. No, it's actually yeah. Oh, wait, let's, oh, let's leave it there. Wait yeah. till you Shit. get to the end. Holy and let me tell you, the end of, end of episode eight is when the one child goes back to the house. Oh, with some dude, mm -hmm. you, your last two episodes, mm -hmm. you have some and that, shit. <laughs> and that's how it ends. You I'm have like, some wow. shit to see. It is. It gets wild. Watch that. Watch it's that series. So I, 
I think they're doing a season two, but I'm curious to see what they do. I, I think the best way to approach it is for it to be like an anthology. So it's like mm. not following them. Or then again, like you'll see what I mean at the end. Um, okay. Like I don't want, I don't want it to continue because uh, I think it will take away from the actual ending. Yeah. It's like, Jeff didn't like the ending. I thought it was good. But Jeff hates everything. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's new, Pussycat? <laughs> <laughs> um, games. Oh, well, wait, we haven't even introduced the show yet. All right. This is, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Checkpoint Chat, episode 33. We come to you not live every week. Uh, you can catch us on Anchor. Not, not yet. Oh. Not yet. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Plans are afoot. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> you can catch us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Pocket all, casts, all of the, all the all podcasts, of cast. all the cast, everything with cast in the name and, and Spotify. Even when you go to the hospital and they put a cast in your arm, they're like, you want to listen to a podcast on this thing? Just We're put, on there. Put your ear to it and there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, putting a, you know, like a shell from the ocean to your ear. You just hear the ocean. Yeah. Put your uh, cast to salt, your ear, you hear tones. fucking <laughs> Episode 33. Yeah, episode 33 specifically. You, have uh, to, the, uh, you can only store one episode per plaster of Paris. But on, on on episode thirty three, we we can confirm that Half Life three is coming. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No. <laughs> Funny enough, there was wasn't the news last yeah, week. Yeah, you said Half-Life, there was a rumor of a, of a yeah. prequel or something. Yeah, what, maybe what a VR of, exclusive prequel. <laughs> what would they do? Here's here's Gordon Freeman as a teenager. Listen, <laughs> being able to use the gravity gun in VR seems like a good time. But if it's a prequel, the gravity gun doesn't exist. Yeah, Shit, think right, about that. Mm. Think about this. Because mm. the gravity gun only came in two, right? Mm. Shit. I'm very excited to watch the documentary. Um, uh, no Daniel Dwyer and No Clips documentary on Half Life looks They're really gonna good. They're going to shadow drop a Half Life 3 announcement. Mm. Just imagine, just <laughs> at the end, wait till the end credits. It's going to be like, and that's why Valve have never developed a game since. Ha, just kidding. Half Life 3 is coming. <laughs> You have like a truck exploding out of a house. Wow. <laughs> and Gabe, Gabe Newell is just driving the truck. And he's honking the horn. He's like, <laughs> Half-Life 3 is coming. That, that's the only way they should announce that game. Yeah, just like completely obscenely like that. Half-Life yeah, 3 is man. coming and it's a crossover with Portal 3. <gasps> and Monster Truck Rider. Man, fuck. That'd be Most so ambitious crossover since like anything ever. I want like a, a Half-Life 3 where... Sort of like Bioshock, you know, where you had like plasmids on one hand and weapons on the other. Mm. So I want on one hand like a miniaturized version of the portal gun. Uh, and then the other one you have guns. So you can, during a firefight, you can be like portal, portal. Well, just. I mean, they do exist in the same universe. Exactly. Exactly. Half-Life 3 is a co-op shooter featuring Gordon Freeman and Shell from Portal 2. Fuck yeah. Gabe, if you're listening. Actually, Shell's the bad guy the whole way through. It's the bad girl. Portal 2 was a prequel to Half-Life, and she was like, fuck these experiments, I'm going to oh, do Portal, Portal in VR would, would make you throw up. Oh, I yeah, 100%, 100% make you throw up, especially with all its momentum-based puzzles. Not a it's chance not that would work. But anyways, we've, we've derailed terribly. We've yeah, this is Jack well, Welcome to the introduction every week. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? Uh, lots and lots and lots of Beat Saber. Oh, you, mean, you mean you uh, mean Jedi VR simulator? Yeah, trademark Jedi, cannot Jedi, use that word. Yeah, ca- cannot cannot use the word lightsaber. Cannot use Jedi. 
cannot cannot use Qui-Gon Jinn Qui-Gon Jinn Qui-Gon Jinn yes uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi simulator <laughs> <laughs> but I has Beat Saber fuck it's so good it's like, good yeah so Beat Saber has been out for a while on well in early access for Steam uh, not Steam VR well Steam VR but HTC Vive and Oculus Rift so I, I played it a while ago for the first time well not a while ago but a month ago and I was like, yeah, fuck, this is good. So, it was also like way harder than I thought. What's, what's the premise? It's, it's the modern day Guitar Hero, let's yeah, say. Yeah, it's like, it's like Guitar Hero for VR. Although there have been a lot of rhythm games in VR that I've played. Um, so I, I'm sure everyone knows the game Audio Surf. Mm, I've never played it. I've heard of it. What? Though. I know. I'm, I'm a bad gamer. Dude, Audio Surf is great. Please don't stab me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guys who did Audio Surf made a game for VR called Audio Shield. Mm. which was kind of basically you had like two shields and you had like um colored bubbles coming at you and you had to block each of them in uh, the music okay. and stuff like that so um beat saber is fairly similar to that but it's way more active so you've got two sabers blue one and a red one mm. and each song has uh color-coded blocks coming at you on a track mm. um and you have to cut these blocks um you know like like a guitar hero it's like sticking to the beat and mm. Uh, but the blocks also have directional indicators. So it will be like swipe from the left or swipe up and down. So it really gets, uh, really like gets you to move. But mm. then also because it's in VR, these blocks, even though they're coming from the same point, like some can come to your extreme left or extreme right or right in front of you or above you or below you. Like it really uses the space. Okay, so it's hundred percent really only VR exclusive. Oh yeah, no, this okay. could n this is a game that could not work without VR okay. and could not work without motion control, mm. like at all. Um but it's and then you've got like smaller mechanics to deal with, like um every now and then there'll be bombs next to blocks which you have to kind of avoid. Oh. Um and then these like walls they're like red neon walls that come at you and you have to like lean out of their way oh okay um, sure so they can like put blocks like to the left of a wall so you have to lean out of the way and still keep should have keep just called, called this game jedi academy i mean, I mean uh, it's, it's at a, the end of it a, I, I can audition for a new star wars film but, i'm the new color ren oh what would your your star wars name be though sandy ren Sandy Ren. You put me on the spot. No <laughs> I know it's hard to come up with a Star Wars name. So um, like half an actual name. Uh, uh, L, yeah, uh, L. L. S. Andro. Joker three sixty. No scope. Darth uh, Joke. Darth No Scope. Oh, you you foretold your Star Wars name many many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Beat Saber is really fun in that. So in PSVR, the main thing I think people worry about was the tracking because mm. obviously one camera. Um, and you're moving quite a lot. Mm. Like, uh, you know, you, you're not you're not doing like full 360 motion, so you don't need multiple cameras, but sometimes you're ducking down and still having to hit things and, and reaching quite high up. So you need like a really Big space. decent space that yeah. is tracked well. And like, sure, PSVR still has its limitations and every now and then the camera loses track of where the controllers are. But uh. I don't know what sorcery um beat saber works on but the tr like it regains its tracking so fast that mm. it's almost difficult to see it, when yeah. it loses it um and when when it is being tracked like the um accuracy is like better than anything i've seen on psvr sure. so i don't know how they worked with the hardware and its limitations but it is supremely good like that's awesome really really good um so yeah that 
that wasn't a concern for me while playing. The only thing, the two things I had issues with were, so there's a campaign that's, I think, <laughs> coming to the PC versions, but it's for now just on PSVR. If this isn't framed in Star Wars, then I don't want to play it. No, <laughs> so the campaign's actually really cool because like... Um, uh, when you played like it's a guitar hero campaign you you could set the whole campaign to like oh i want to play on medium or mm. expert this campaign isn't that it starts out oh, on easy okay. and progresses uh to like expert yeah but it it does it in a really like gentle way where it will give you different objectives like oh just complete the song oh now complete the song getting the score mm. or now complete the song but we're going to increase the speed of the song not the difficulty oh, wow. but just the speed so to kind of give you a taste of a higher difficulty without, you know, the complexity of more blocks. Because mm. the difference between easy and expert is like easy, slow, and kind of uh, easy to understand in terms of swipes. When you mm. get to expert, it's not just the speed that you're contesting with. It's the complexity of combinations. So you'll be like swiping up and down, and next thing it will change to diagonal. Next thing, like it gets oh, does really diagonal as well. Yeah, Ooh. diagonals, they, they'll swap sides. So you'll have like your blue saber in your right hand. And sometimes <laughs> there'll be a block on the left. So you have to like crisscross. Wow. Like it gets really, really complex. Um, so the campaign does a good job of like scaling that up slowly. Um, and like I started out on easy. I was like, shit, this is a bit difficult. And now I'm playing on expert mm. because the campaigns just taught me very, really well. There's some points where I'm like, this shit's fucking hard. Um, mm. but it always kind of like pushes you to get better. Yeah. There's only a few challenges, which I think are really stupid. Um, there's one where, so there's one where it's like, Hey, you need to finish the song and you need to move your arms 600 meters. So it starts tracking motion. <laughs> so you like, you, you, you really swipe hard to kind of, uh, great. Generate yeah, distance like, or yeah, just to generate a lot of distance. Um, sure. And, uh, then there's one that is like, hey, you can't move your arms more than 100 meters. And that just sucks. Oh, well, it's, it's like teeny tiny little. Yeah, so it's like often I'm like playing almost like I'm a, a T-Rex, like <laughs> trying not to move my arms and just like using my wrists to tap. And it's just like, it takes the fun out of the game. Mm. So I don't understand why they did that. So I was like, okay, that's a weird challenge. And then they just doubled down on this idea that the there are challenges that kind of go against you progressing through the game. So there's one where it's like, hey, you can only keep a combo up to 30. Mm. Like, if you keep a combo above 30, you'll fail. And I'm like, no, but that's, that's fucking stupid. That's detrimental. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's making me Spail, manually break yeah. out of combos. Mm. And then there's another one, which is like, uh, oh, what was it now? You have to make a certain number of mistakes. Oh, by the end that's of weird. I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, you've got these great score attack ones. You've got ones where it's like, oh, you're only allowed to make three mistakes. Uh, or no mistakes or whatever. And those are pushing you to get better at the game. And then mm. straight after that, you're like, hey, you have to finish the song and make five mistakes. I'm like, That's pushing you to not be better yeah, at the exactly. game. Yeah, exactly. And it's annoying because I'm playing and I'm like, man, I've, you know how many times I played those combo ones where I was like, fuck, I've got this great streak and then it just fails. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, shit. I couldn't can. keep above a certain combo. Like, uh, it's that's, really that's annoying. That's a weird design very, choice. Yeah, very, very annoying, weird design choice. But other than that, the campaign's pretty long. Um, mm. uh, it's really fun and it's you know outside of that you've got normal free play mm. which you can you can put like uh, modifiers in each song so you, you can choose to play a song with only one saber and it adapts to that and that shit's hard oh my god that's interesting uh, you can swap your colors uh, you can make 
the arrows and blocks disappear before they get to you. So you have to mm, kind of look for that. Them. That gets hard. Yeah. Jesus. That gets really hard. Um, uh, so you've got like a lot of options to kind of mess around with it. And that's good because the library of songs is pretty limited right now. Yep. There's five brand new songs for PSVR, but um, you're stuck with the official songs that come with the game because unlike on PC, there's no mod. support for custom <laughs> custom, uh, custom get songs. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I mean, that's all a licensing issue, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the Beat Saber devs have said that they want to bring in like a, uh, a track creator, an official one into the game. But uh, for now, yeah, you, you're stuck with this and like DLC mm. that comes in the future. So, yeah, it's a bit limited in that regard. Like, much, there's a lot of content, but yeah. How much does it cost? It's like $20 or like 400 bucks locally. Oh, that's not I bad. I 100% think even with its slightly limited content, it's worth that mm. money. Because uh, I played it for like 10 hours and I'm still, Jeez, I still want to play. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, it's just a workout. Like, I, I <laughs> Jesus, I've never sweat like I have in, in uh, Beat Saber. It's just like... I play for about an hour and then I have to take off the headset because I'm just like, I'm actually like dripping in sweat. Like, like, yeah, it's so <laughs> intense. It's intense in a great way. Um, so when you said you've been gymming every day this week, you weren't lying. have just been playing Beat Saber. You've been playing Beat Saber yeah. and you've got six packs all over your arms. Yeah, it's essentially, <laughs> yeah, I've got a six pack on my forearm, one of my biceps. Jeez, yeah, you this ripped guy. <laughs> it's, it's a great game and it's, uh, I think... This year for PSVR specifically has been so good. It's been strong. Been a lot yeah, of good I mean, games. just the past few months you've had now you've got Beat Saber, you've had Tetris Effect, which mm. works really well in VR. Um, Astrobot Robot Rescue came out this mm. year, and everyone's saying, "Well, Jeff basically says he's like this is a VR game as if Nintendo created it because it's oh, just wow. so good." It's some high praise from yeah, dude, from- Nintendo man himself. <laughs> And, like, you've got other games, you know, that came out previously, like uh, Resident Evil and Super Hot. Like, there was a deal for PSVR yesterday. I was like, just going to say, like three grand, 100% PSVR is, like, way affordable now if you can find a good deal. And that's not mm. the first time. I'm okay. Three grand, I think, is the lowest I've ever seen it. Yeah. But I remember seeing a deal a few weeks weeks or months ago. It was, like, four grand. I think that's three and a half. what I got mine for. It was a special for, like, four, yeah. four and a half. Um which I mean, for when, it, grand, when it launched, it was what six, six seven grand. Yeah. So three grand is to me, if you had any inkling to to try it VR on PS4, that that mm. was the price. Like, and now there's there's a library to back it up. You can actually oh, yeah. say, hey, buy VR, buy Astrobot, buy Mars, there's, buy there's Beat a good Saber. Ten games I could recommend mm. you from the get go that you should play. Yeah, um, that's cool because it launched last year, right? Uh, I think it was last year, year or the year before. Yeah, okay, it's because been it's celebrated its two-year anniversary. The uh, okay, I mean, when it came out, it was yeah these short experiences. Yeah, there wasn't really anything for VR. And they were also kind of learning, like the experiences you mm. had. They were like trying to mimic traditional games. Yeah, and now they finally learned. Hey, we need to stop doing that to an extent, mm. and you know, generate actual VR experiences. Yeah, and like like the best VR game, PSVR games I've played are a good mixture of both. Like you've got traditional games like Resident Evil Seven, mm. um, and Moss to an extent. I still think Moss wouldn't work as well without VR, but it's still a platformer. It's a platformer. Yeah. Um, but then you've got games like, um, you know, like Beat Saber and mm. Astrobot. Astrobot, aside from being a platformer, needs its VR. Its mm. levels are designed around that. Sure. Um, Tetris Effect is just 
Yeah, it's like, just a nice to have in VR. Digital heroin <laughs> when you're playing that in, in VR. It's crazy. Don't do not do digital crack. Don't do... <laughs> do digital Tetramino. Yeah. That's what we're calling I it. I learned a very, very interesting fact about Tetris Effect the mm-hmm. other day um, from another podcast that there's seven shapes, right, mm-hmm. in, in Tetris. So Tetris Effect, and I don't know if this is a rule in modern Tetris, you will get every piece... Uh, at least once before getting a repeat. So essentially, uh, okay. think, think of you have like... Oh, a so it, uh, it's a randomized order yeah, of so those seven. Yeah, so you have a bag with seven and you have those seven in there and it will randomize that order, but you will always get those seven out uh, before... The I didn't know seven. that. So you can get a double if like if it's the last, last one and the first, first one, mm. yeah. But like you'll never get three Zs in okay, a row. That, that makes sense because, I mean, not to my knowledge, I've ever had, say, five of the straight line blocks. We've been best, best, best order ever. Yeah, <laughs> Instant exactly. lines. Sure, that's interesting. Yeah, I've but, had tons of double lines before, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that fundamentally changes the way I, I think, think about, about Tetris because, like, I mean, it would be very hard to keep track of. Okay, it's going to refresh now, mm. but at least I know I've got a Z one now. The odds of getting a Z afterwards are this and that. So well, listen the. Now that you've told me that, the prof- there's a reason we have pro players now because yeah, they, they are counting that. piece one, piece two, piece three, piece yeah. seven. Okay. You like, know, oh, no, I've got this piece. I've got mm, that piece. I, that's interesting. I'm getting so into it that I watched a video about T-spins and realized oh. <laughs> T-spin clears are a thing and that blows my fucking this mind. Is, this is the best redemption story ever yeah. from, from hating Tetris to watching documentaries on Tetris. Oh, watching, I mean, I told you about that book I want to get yeah. on, on the history of Tetris. Man, fuck, I love Tetris. <laughs> so good. I'll get on Switch. Or if yeah, it's on sale on PS, maybe. I'm pretty sure it will come to Switch mm. uh, and PC eventually. But uh, whew, what a game. Tetris effects. But that's, that's Beat Saber otherwise. Mm. What a game. What, what a game. game. So in, in a random twist, I, I haven't played anything this week. Plot Go twist. figure. Yeah. Uh, you've only played Beat Saber. Yeah, I've only played Beat Saber. So we're going to do things a bit differently this week. But damn, explain it. We, we so oh, is it on the 6th of December, 5th of December? Oh, uh, let me so see. It's one of I those days. Um, we, have, one we have the Game Awards happening. So what we thought would be quite cool to do, seeing as we don't have actual games to talk about, is just talk about the games that have come out this year and what we think will win at the Game Awards. Fuck, yeah. I hope it's not on the 6th. I have a wedding that day. And I really <laughs> want to watch this thing. But wait, it's like, like the night on the 6th. So well, you'd be, be like at the wedding. You'd be like, uh, muzzle tough. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm just watching it's my phone. Game of like, the year is what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, there's a bunch of categories. And I don't know, we can go through. No, well, we're we going to go through all of them. Yeah, we'll go through all of them, except for some of the ARB esports ones that I have no idea how to comment yeah. on. Um, throw darts at boards I'm like I think that one will win yeah I mean, and uh, Matty and I will keep score of which ones we think will win cool. and then we can come back I'll keep the game of the year one for last cool how about that how about so, that how about how about that yeah I'm gonna look at how many categories there are yeah we're gonna have, there's one two three four five six okay, yeah, some there's of like, them we like won't 20. spend super time no. anyway uh, let's start with best ongoing game mm. our nominations are Destiny 2 Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, or Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So are we just both going to pick what we think is going to win? Yeah, um, maybe just pick what you think will win and short reason why. Um, cool. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I, mm. 
This is a difficult one for me because I know the obvious answer. Yeah. But I also think the obvious answer isn't the one that should win. I don't know. Right, what is the obvious put, answer? Put it you? this way. I think Fortnite's going to win, 100%. Yeah. But I want No Man's Sky to win. So pick, pick one. You, okay, yeah, no, no Man's Sky. You're going to say you want No Man's Sky? Yeah. Okay. Purely because like Hello Games have turned yeah. No Man's Sky around so fundamentally and this year was a big part of that with the next update. And since next, they've released two updates. One just came out this week. Um, I just think they're doing great work with that game. Uh, yeah, and and, yeah. I, I agree with your sentiment completely. I think while I think Fortnite will win, I mm. mean, for obvious reasons, every every week it feels like there's a new item or a new drop, whatever. And then every ten weeks is a whole new season where and they do well with their seasons. Yeah, like, they. Yeah. It's not not just like hey, here's here's a yeah, I don't know. There's a new skin. It's like, yeah, no, no, they actually they it, change the map. It's an event. Yeah, there's Each an event. They, change, they yeah. choose a theme, they run with it. And even the places on the map, while not all of them will change, they'll adapt or, you know, evolve. Like that purple um, cube. Oh, I like the cube. <laughs> <laughs> so is yours Fortnite? Um, no, no, but I agree with you with No Man's Sky. It's just purely because if I think about, we all know what happened with No Man's Sky. It came mm. out, disappointing to everyone. Redemption think, story. Yeah, and you think, well, that game's dead. Yeah. A year, a year or two later. How long? Was it two years ago? Was it uh, a year ago? Two years ago. Two June, years ago. June, July, around about there, I think. And, but then this year, they're like, hey, here's a, here's a huge update. Fundamentally changes the game. And and it did. I, I jumped back into it. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna, so, so you're putting down No Man's Sky as I'm well? I'm going to say No Man's Sky. Hot damn. I'm going to put in brackets. I think we do think that Fortnite will win. Yeah, I, I do think Fortnite will win. Yeah. Next category. Best game direction awarded to the to a game Ooh. studio for outstanding creative vision. Just to make that clear, um, a way out by Hazel Light Studios and EA. Detroit, Detroit. Become Human, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, mm. Red Dead Redemption Two. This is best uh, game best direction. Game, game. So this is tricky because I haven't played Detroit. And I've yeah, only there's, briefly played there's a, there's a lot of games I haven't played on any of these lists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to vote God of War for everything. But I, I can at least hopefully give you know an opinion based on what I've mm. heard, which I know isn't very informed. But I mean, we all know, for example, Red Dead Redemption, flipping biggest rock star game, how much money and time went into it. And great world. It's, yeah, like I, I know I haven't played it, but I know that everyone. Uh, applauds the world design the mm. game has flaws but there's no there's no doubt when it comes to hey this is a living breathing wild world, west yeah. you know it's reactive world is, yeah is incredible uh frankly i i love spider-man um and i think it uh it does some really good things to make you feel like mm. like him and empower you i don't think it's gonna win it's this, revolutionary open mm. world design and I don't think it won. I feel the same way for Detroit. Detroit, yeah. Um, in that I think, you know, part of Detroit's appeal is its story and not particularly its um, mechanics mm. in game design. A Way Out is interesting because it's got this great... Like, from what I could glean from A Way Out was that the story was a bit ham-fisted and the voice acting was bad, mm. but the actual cooperative nature of its gameplay was, it was kind of clever. really really good yeah. yeah so i don't know i i don't know if it would if it would stand with the likes of like the god, god of, of war and red, red dead, dead yeah. but i think it's worth noting that the game direction of that was actually really mm, clever yeah um Oof, it's a tough one though because even just between mm. so 
I've played God of War, love God mm. of War. That's, yeah, what a, what a game. I mean, is that your <laughs> choice, essentially? Yeah, the thing is, I think about God of War, even just the fact that there's the, the camera that doesn't break ever. Mm. Mm. Just like the, the thinking behind that to have the whole game and, you know, have it throughout the whole game. Um, and so I was listening fun, fun facts. I was listening to the Kind of Funny podcast this morning. Um, they're also having the same discussion about uh, Game Awards. And I think it was was Tim or, or Jared who said that it sort of pushed the, the genre in a way that because there's one camera angle, you, you don't ever feel like you're watch, sitting back and watching a cinematic and mm -hmm. then picking mm -hmm. up your controller to play. It feels like you're just always in the game. Yeah. It yeah. never takes you out, which is, I mean, that's never been done before, you know, a single shot throughout the whole game. You've never seen like character motivations that no. are central to Kratos. Yeah. yeah. But then Red Dead, it's, it's Red Dead. I mean, there's mm. this huge open world where there's just attention to detail with everything and it's a fully realized wild, wild west. Um, so yeah, it's a tough category. I think I think I would still choose God of War but because mm -hmm. I've played God of War, but a, a part of me thinks that maybe Red Dead will win this. I yeah, don't know. I, it's, a, I, it's a tough I'm, one. I mean, I don't like playing Red Dead that much, mm. but I'm going with Red Dead just because of its like the attention to detail in its world and just how it's designed like that is yeah it's exemplary it's mm. it's like gener uh, generation defining mm. um so i don't like playing it but i 100 percent think yeah. it's gonna win this cool best narrative best narrative detroit become human god of war life is strange two episode one that's strange for just that's yeah i also lose a bit of a weird nomination <laughs> spider-man Red Dead Redemption 2. To me, this is an easy one. God of War? Yeah. <laughs> God of War, through and through, 100%. Yeah. The, the characters are, characterization of Kratos and the uh, acknowledgement of the series' past, along with like forging its own path ahead. It's, like, it's so It's well really good. Incredibly it, well And done. the thing is, like when we've spoken about God of War, I've always said you don't have to have played no. any of the games to, to enjoy it, but... If you have, it's just there's so much more weight mm -hmm. to Kratos mm -hmm. because, so, I mean, shit, he has a personality now. He has, um, like, he's, he's an actual person with, you know, he's trying to redeem himself and it's the way they tell the story and how he's trying to be a good father because, let's face it, Zeus wasn't the best father figure, mm -hmm. you know, grappling with his past. Really, really great story. And the thing is, I, the only, there was probably one weak section of the game for me narratively where... Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but we all know Atreus is a god because, you know, he's a child of Kratos. Kratos yeah. Um, and, yeah. But when he finds out he's a god and he, he, he sort of turns very, like, cocky and arrogant, I was like, mm, it's a bit too sudden. Oh, uh, yeah, that, yeah. But, it was short-lived, but yeah, it was very annoying. It was very annoying. Yeah. But besides yeah. that, the story from start to finish is very compelling and you're on this journey. You really are on this journey. And, yeah, I, I, I think I'd pick that, definitely. Yeah, I, best narrative. I definitely think that's the best narrative, at least the best narrative I've played. Mm. Um, yeah, there's so many points in that story that I can still pick at now, and I played the game in like March. I mean, so it's stuck with you, me. You finish the game and you're doing post game content, you get in a boat, and Mimir's like, Yeah, here's a story. Oh, this story <laughs> is great. They just they just flesh out this world and it's not necessary, but it's there and it really builds this world and mm, it's it's so mm. clever how they did it to the extent where I'm like, 
I don't want to get out the boat. I want to, <laughs> I want to hear the rest of the story. Yeah, exactly. It's very clever. But fun, fun fact, if you ever do get out the boat early, Mumia's like, oh, oh okay, I suppose I'll finish the story later. Yeah, I, I, and, love, I love that feature in games nowadays yeah. where they can like break that off. But, Uncharted does it as well. But then, then he does. You get in the boat late, it's like, where was I? And he picks up the story. I'm like, Or like, oh. it's like, hey, you were telling the story of this and that. Yeah, and it's, like, it's oh, yes. so clever. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I'm going to say God of War um, for that. I loved Spider-Man's story. I thought it was a really... I said, good uh personal story but don't think it hangs with god of war <laughs> at all on on the podcast sorry on uh, the kind of funny podcast i think uh, andy was saying the spider-man's this year's horizon zero dawn where yeah <laughs> re- really good game but it's like just not it's as not good the best, as the people yeah. that are winning it's not as good as breath of the wild yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. red dead redemption 2 everyone loves the story but yeah i haven't finished it so i can't yeah. I, I don't know it's an it's an open world game which I don't mean to count against it, but it's not a sort of very focused narrative. I mean, I don't so is think. God of War, though. Yeah. No, no, it is. But you know what I mean? Red Dead, you can go skin yeah, yeah. animals it's, for it's hours. It's far more broad, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I don't mean that in a way to count against it, but I think, it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Best, Best art, art direction. direction. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, Return of the Obridden. Oh, is that? That's in there. Have you played that yet? No. Uh, briefly. I still need to play more and it's really good so far. It's so good. It's beautiful. Mm. It is gorgeous. Yeah, it's got this whole one bit aesthetic, <laughs> like 3D. <laughs> one Almost bit. like an old Macintosh game, but like in 3D, it's very mm, cool. That's awesome. Um, so let me read. Best art direction. Art direction, because this can be misconstrued in weird ways, so. For outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. So they've combined, like a lot of places separate these two. They go best art direction and best technical art. Mm. So like best graphics and best just art direction. They've combined it. So it's a bit trickier to kind of... Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, okay. So for instance, Red Dead Redemption is technically stunning it's, like yeah. if you're looking for a recreation of the wild west it is beautiful um detailed mm. one of the best looking games ever created yeah um but it is a wild west game and thus its art direction i think is fairly predictable mm. because it's going for it's, realism yeah. so you're gonna yeah. find look for trees you're gonna find trees yeah so that's why i would not <laughs> choose it in this category if you're looking mm. for an and or yeah who would you uh, the thing is god um not god of all octopath traveler i don't think it'll win this but it definitely deserves a shout out because shit man that game when when i first saw it I was like it's unbelievable how it reminds me so much of uh final fantasy 6 that mm-hmm. look of those mm-hmm. old um snes games and the nes games but it's like a modern day sprite game like I don't, I don't know you have to actually see a trailer to understand what i mean because it looks old school but you're like whoa this is i've never like seen a it pop-up book yeah like i've yeah. never i've never seen anything like this before it um, is very so unique, i think it deserves yeah. a shout out for that but i don't know if that's enough if it's going to win this based on that mm, mm. um assassin's creed odyssey i don't know like it's I've, gorgeous. yeah it's, 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 it looks nice but i've beautiful. never played it so i can't really comment on it um God of War, I played on a base PS4 and I was astounded at how my little base PS4 played this game, no frame drops like ever. Mm. And it it really looks lifelike to, well, you know, you know what I mean? There's a weird thing, it's lifelike, but it's not really, you get those 
close-ups and creators I'm like holy moly look at all the, yeah, the detail the wrinkles on him and you know all the scars and this and that it's very lifelike and it just then also the color I found each of the, all different, the different areas rounds. that yeah. you go to are really really distinct um, and just you know bursting with color it's not just like this overburdening realism into mm. it so it's really good it's a tricky one so, so which one would you choose I think I would still go with God of War like I I'd love Octopath Traveler to win based on how I just did something completely different. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I, I do. And I mean, also shout out to Return of the Obert and I've never played it, but it, it does have an interesting aesthetic. Mm. Um, but just based on my own experience, I think God of All would win. Yeah, if, the, if these were split out, I'd give Return to the Obert and Best Artistic Direction for sure. Because it's just yeah. like, you look at it and you A, immediately know what game it is and like it's completely surprising yeah. and new. Um, but I think actually the one that I think is going to win is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Really? Yeah. Just oh, damn. Just the the breadth of that game, um, how good it looks, and how stunning the whole of the Greece, uh, the Greek. It is Greek. Right? <laughs> the, the Greece. Yeah. Just the now Greek. say Rome again. I did that in a preview well, E3. Uh, but I've done. Me. This game is one of those where I have to actually stop and think. Like, is it in Greece or is it in Rome? And yeah. Like, I, I said Rome uh, in a preview video, and we only realized after it went live. Oh like, shit! Yeah. But then I always think I'm like, hang on. There's a Spear of Leonardus, 300. It's Greek. Yeah, Greek. Greek. <laughs> There's oceans. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, Assassin's Creed is going to win. That game has honestly surprised me. I think it surprised a lot of people. Ooh, but hey, this best, is an easy one for me. Best score. Oh, I know which one you're going to pick. Best, best score. score. Music. For outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and licensed soundtrack. We have Celeste by Lena Rain. Ooh, God boy. of War by Bear McCreary. That's the still the best name. Yeah, Bear McCreary <laughs> is really good. Marvel Spider-Man by John Passiano. Nino Kuni 2 oh. by Joe... Uh, Hisashi? Yeah, Hisashi. And Octopus. Oh, wow. Octopus Traveler, a lot of people in this category. Nishiki. I might be butchering all of this. And Red Dead Redemption 2, Woody Jackson, Daniel Lanoy. Okay, this is, this is a lot harder one for me to be objective because <laughs> I've only played God of War. I've only heard God of War. God um, of War, I mean, God of War's one is my really strong good, yeah. second. Yeah. 100%. I listened to that soundtrack on repeat after that Yeah. Game. But, but uh, I'm going to say no vote for me because, hey. <laughs> for me, it's Celeste. Celeste. Through and through. Celeste soundtrack by Lena Rain. Not only was Lena Rain, like, not known before mm. this, like, that soundtrack is fucking incredible. Mm. I need to pick this game up. It's unbelievably good. Um, I listen to the soundtrack still today. It's, That's awesome. Yeah. Eight, it's like an 8-bit chip tune. Oh, yeah? But, like, really good. That's awesome. Uh, wow. yeah. 100% get that People game. play Celeste. God. Like, so good. I cannot believe this game came out in January. Came out in Jan, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Why was that not in best art direction best, either? Like, I don't, like know. I don't know. Best audio design. Best audio design. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Now this is difficult because I'm not a connoisseur of these sort yeah, of things. So I'm close. we've got Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which is apparently audio-wise very good. Very good. Horizon. 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 Zero Dawn. Horizon. <laughs> Forza Horizon 4. Uh, God, God of War, Marvel. Marvel, Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, <sighs> I'm going to go real quick and just say Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't played the game, but hey, <laughs> I know the the amount of detail they've gone into. I'm just saying it because when you hunt an animal, the sound yeah, it makes oh. when you skin them is fucking off-putting. And it's terrible. I just, yeah, cool. 
that's that's the basis of what i'm choosing mine on it's so weird i agree with you but the only reason i would say i'm gonna say red redemption but i would i just want to give a shout out to god of all for for that axe oh god oh man just throwing that axe and calling it back and and just the sounds of everything in the game also really really good i wonder if this will be inclusive Um, I, i i don't think but like voice acting I think there is one later on for uh, okay, best, best performance. Oh, pfft. yeah, next there one, we go. best performance. There we go. Uh, Brian Deckard as Connor in Detroit Become Human. Christopher Judge as Kratos in God of War. <sighs> so good. Uh, ooh, that's a really cool name. Melissianti. Melissianti. As Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker's Marvel Spider-Man. Can we just take a moment to say Rip? Who's who's uh, the other half in Assassin's Creed? Alexios. Oh, Alexios, yes. yeah. Yes. That poor dude, everyone just hates him. Except Nicholas. <laughs> not not, not hates him, but Alexia, you know what I mean. Yeah. Everyone's like, Cassandra's the one to play. Cassandra's <laughs> great, man. <laughs> but even in this, is like, best, best uh, voice performance, Cassandra. <laughs> not Alexios. <laughs> <laughs> Cassandra's great. She's feisty. I oh. like um, <sighs> Man, I've, I've heard great things for all of them so i've not played spider-man but i've heard that yuri's peter parker is like stellar mm. um, he's my choice as your 100%. choice yeah but then so i know i keep going back to god of one i just want to make it clear that out of all these games it's probably the only game i've actually played i dare <laughs> you know, not have the time to play every <laughs> single great game this year um but just just the fact that they they kicked out old kratos like hey we need a new dude to to encompass this guy and christopher judge is just so good he's yeah. got that grizzled sound Boy. yeah it's, it's Boy. really good um yeah, shit, christopher judge is he's a he, solid he'd pick, be my yeah. second yeah but uh yuri lowenthal as peter parker encapsulates peter parker super super well peter um, parker so you're going with christopher judge yeah why not i'll just say I'll come out right and say it like arthur morgan and red dead redemption 2 is good and the performance is good but i don't think it's like worthy of outstanding outstanding yeah it's not right just spider-man for you and all of my votes are like god of all god of of all games for impact a thought-provoking game with profound social uh, with profound pro-social meaning or message so we've got 1111 memories and retold which is that uh world war one game that just came out apparently very good uh oh just came out yeah yeah no i was playing it yeah uh celeste yeah Florence? Oh, Florence. Life is Strange 2. That is, sorry, one. that is a weird nominee. Life is Strange. Just yeah, purely I, because it's... Just because it's one episode. Yeah. Like, the Missing, J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Okay. Our system works. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Um, sure, this is a tough one for me. Good, um, okay, again, I, I haven't played Celeste, but what, what always amazed me is that it's a platformer, mm. but it, there's this... Um, is it, can I say it's a narrative, but... The, it's busy um, you can help me out what is it actually like tackling in the game oh yeah so it's like it's narrative is told through the context of depression yes okay. so it's like you're climbing a mountain mm. but your character's also dealing with a lot of self-doubt and meeting characters who embody different traits of depression, depression and yeah. trying to overcome that so mm. it's really thought-provoking and profound in that way mm. that it also ties into this you know this climbing the mountain is a sort of actual like platformer. external <laughs> external projection of climbing the mountain mm. that is your eternal turmoil mm. i don't know 
Um, yeah, Celeste is my pick. Mm. Uh, I mean, I've only played Florence. I know a little bit about Celeste. I don't know anything Florence about the other stuff. Though. Florence is great, but I don't I, know. It's it's more it's more um, talking about the hardship of like a relationship yeah, not working, which I think is is pro social because I think what's really good about Florence is that it's very real. Like mm. I think I think the mm, like how relationships are portrayed in like film and lots of media mm. is always this fairly unrealistic uh, mm. vision of it. And Florence to me feels far more real than anything else. Yeah. So I think it's pro-social in that, that way. That's like um, that movie 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Where it's it's like these two have to be together, you mm. know, and then it's because Hollywood always says like, don't worry, it always works out no matter what. And at the end it's like, no, they just gone and, live their separate lives and that's okay and that's not to say and like it has to be sad to be no 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 but, but like but that's what florence does as well you it's a 45 minute long game and in those so first good. 20 minutes or 30 minutes you you like oh look at this relation oh wow it's, and then spoiler doesn't work out and then it's just like hey but look you can carry on with life and it's really oh, good and the way it, it's very relatable it, it, like marries its mechanics to its um you know yeah, what it's doing to like the individual elements of like an argument or mm. a fight or a conversation or a first it's date. Very clever. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I'll, I'll go to Celeste purely because I don't know the other games, but I I know it's it's just blows my mind that we have this a platformer which shines. I know I'm hold, like saying it as a negative, like it's a platformer, mm. but it's telling this huge story about overcoming depression, mm, mm. which is just really really cool. It's really good, and it's told really well uh oh. like thoughtfully best independent cool. game best indie game celeste dead cells <gasps> into the breach oh return of the Oberdin. the messenger, messenger. oh <sighs> again all ga games i haven't played except for dead cells but i know about all of them <laughs> yeah this is hard that's Early a difficult one, one. Played Holy the messenger, shit. but from what i've gathered it's also, it's also really the weakest good. of this entire mm. like it's good but it doesn't yeah so celeste is really fucking good mm. like we've said dead cells uh we both love holy dead shit cells. i think you love dead cells, dead cells is so good yeah, you, <laughs> you finished it on normal and hard and hard i played it for for 30 plus hours damn son is this a, is this like the final boss this picture here uh, don't know. I've never seen this dude. I've also never seen that dude. Oh, oh spoilers! <laughs> um, into the breach. Into the breach. Is you've, you've spo you, I mean, you've reviewed it twice I've, this year. I've you... rebought it on Switch. Yeah. Um, it's like Pacific Rim meets XCOM on a very tiny chessboard. Which That's is the I mean, if that doesn't sell the game to you, then nothing will. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really thoughtful strategy. Like, I feel like this year, all the big indie names came out firing on all cylinders. Mm. Like. You've got the developers of FTL making Into the Breach. You've got Lucas Pope making Return of the Oberdin. You've got uh, Matt. Ooh. Is it Matt Thorne? No. Hold on. Matt. Matt Thorne. Games. <laughs> I'm thinking of the, the guy. Matt makes games. That's my studio name, man. Matt Thorson. <laughs> yeah, Matt Thorson. What else has he made? Yeah, Matt Thorson. He's made. Let me check. Matt mm -hmm. Thorson. Mm -hmm. That guy. He's like, look at me. I'm. Towerful. Uh oh okay. Yeah. okay. So you've got okay. Matt Olson coming out of making a exceptional platformer. You've got Motion Twins making this debut with Dead Cells. Yeah. Um fuck. Hey, 
based on what I've played, I'm just going to say Dead Cells. <laughs> Dead Cells is it's Dead so Cells good. Think it'd win. Honestly, you think it would win, really? Yeah. Even with the likes of Celeste and the other other I contenders. Think, I mean, my, my vote is going for Celeste because I'm basically yeah. voting on these on not really what I'm going to win, but what I want to win. What you want. Yeah, but that's the yeah. same with me. Um, well, for the most part. I, I think been. Dead Cells is going to win, though. It's either going to be a toss-up between... Oh, I don't know. It could be Celeste. It could be a return to Obra Dinn. Fuck, this is hard. To I'm going to go with Celeste. Celeste. Yeah. Maratia Celeste for you. And you've got Dead Cells. I've got Dead Cells. We've got a lot of the same picks, so... Yeah. come down to these clutch... <laughs> Best, Best mobile, mobile game. game. Oh, Donut Counts is a mobile game? I don't yeah. know that. It's on PS4 and on mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for the best game playable on a dedicated mobile device. Fortnite. Fortnite. Am I right? Yeah, Fortnite. Well, oh, it's Fortnite, in there. Yeah. <laughs> Florence. Fortnite. PUBG, PUBG mobile, mobile. Reigns. Game of Thrones. I still want to play Reign. Easy choice for me. Florence. Oh, yeah. Florence. No, 100%. I agree. Look, I, I think it's incredible that we, PUBG and Fortnite work on a mobile device. And it's... You can... PUBG's garbage on mobile, though. But it runs. I mean, it Fortnite's doesn't, good. It doesn't run on a PC, but it'll run on your phone. Fucking bots. But it'll run on a phone, which doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, Florence uses. Florence, yeah. Florence is a, is the only game out of this list that I could not see working as well or be as impactful on anything else. On anything else, yeah. yeah. Like Donut County can work on a console, and I think it kind of suited for phone maybe i don't know um reigns reigns definitely is best on phone on like phone. you can play mm. on pc but the whole swipe nature but florence like being a personal story in the way that it is yeah it's, That's, it's a fun yeah. game it's just and it's mechanics of it's phone one of the best games i've ever played yeah on florence the phone is, <laughs> so florence is so the logic is is flawless is sound for me so oh this best, next yeah. category pisses me off because oh my gosh it uh, Best VR slash AR. There's other ones I'd put in here as well. But anyway, uh, I cannot believe Moss came out this year. Uh, <laughs> Astrobot Rescue Mission for Best VR Game, Beat Saber, Firewall Zero Hour, Moss, mm. or Tetris Effect. All Ooh. very, very, all of these games sure. came out on PSVR this year, and all five of them are must haves. That just wow. shows you how much PSVR has come. Has come, year. yeah. How far it's come. <sighs> that's a tough one well I, so, I, I don't have a horse in this race I'm not going to vote because <laughs> I don't know like enough on all of them I, guess. I think based on you've what actually I've played heard, like most of them so I think based on what I've heard I think Astrobot's going to win but if I had to pick the one that I wanted to win for VR it would be Beat Saber okay just um, because it's like I'll, I'll pick based hmm. on who I think is going to win I I think maybe Tetris Effect will win really I don't know mm. It's not, but it's not a VR exclusive. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, again? it's good on VR. We've got Mass. Tetris Effect, Moss, Firewall, Firewall Zero. I've hour. also heard Firewall was really great. Yeah, it's like a Rainbow <laughs> Six. Actual Rainbow VR. Six that works. Beat Saber, Astrobot, Astrobot. Rescue Mission. I yeah. think Astrobot's going to win, but I'm going to put my vote down to Beat Saber as a. Beat Saber, okay. I'm, I'm not going to vote. I don't really. Ah, you lose a point. <laughs> oh, no. Astro Best bots. action game. Hold on. Let me let me just take a look at the time before. Oh my god. Yeah. Fifty-five we, minutes. We 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 busy, fam. <laughs> and we're only like halfway through. Pete. Okay. We're only halfway. Through. Yeah. <laughs> let's start. Sure. Let's stop picking up this pace. Best action game: Call of Duty, Black Ops Four, Dead Cells, Destiny Two, Forsaken, Far Cry Five, <laughs> Mega Man Eleven. Um. Look, 
I've, I love Dead Cells, but I think Call of Duty has done enough that it's tempted mm. me so many mm. times to buy it. Mm. I mean, it was 630 Rand on the Black Friday sale. And I was mm. like, oh, it's very, very tempting. I'm going to go completely left field and say Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> Forsaken's so good. God damn, Destiny. Forsaken is so good. I'm going to say Call of Duty. Yeah, I think Call of Duty will pro... Mm, maybe. Watch Dead Cells just come out of nowhere. Look, Watch. it wouldn't surprise me because Dead Cells is great. Best action adventure game. So basically, best action game without guns. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption... Oh, fuck, okay, I lied. Red Dead Redemption 2. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I don't know why Shadow no, of the Tomb Raider. No, why is that in there? I think it's a bad game. Well, not bad, just not bad, very just average. Not, yeah. Um, God of Best War. Best action adventure. Yeah. God of yeah, War. It's yeah, definitely God of War. God of Boy. Again, Spider-Man, close second, just not... Poor, poor Horizon Zero Dawn of this year. <laughs> yeah. Best role-playing game. Now, this is strange because I don't consider at least one of these a role-playing game, but we'll get there. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Monster Hunter World, not a role-playing game. I don't, hmm, never mind. It's not. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, if if Monster Hunter World is a role-playing game, Destiny Two should be in this mm. category. Okay, okay. Because Monster Hunter World and Destiny Two follow the same framework. One just uses melee Guns. weapons. And, <laughs> so why is Monster Hunter a role? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't. Whatever. Dragon Quest. Nino Kuni, Revenant Kingdom, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternity, to Deadfire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go go ahead and say Octopath, Octopath Traveler purely because I have no reason. <laughs> it's I'm the only gonna, game I, I, I'm interested in this whole category. I think Monster Hunter World's gonna win, and that bugs me because I don't think it's an RPG. Um, what do you want to win though? Nino Kuni Two, just because I really love that art style. It's really <laughs> cool, and I kind we, of still want to play. We, it. we give you informed opinions here. You know? yeah. <laughs> I kind of still really want to play. It. I know Dragon Age. Oh, Dragon Age. Dragon Quest got really good reviews, but I've also heard the soundtrack's fucking garbage. Um, Listen, if, if I had to choose best RPG this year from from my eyes, it's, it's The Witcher 3. Because <laughs> I only played it this year. <laughs> best um, fighting game. Best fighting game. Ooh, we are oh, so my. qualified for this. Blue, uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Soul Calibur 6. Street Fighter What? Isn't Arcade collection, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Z. As the only game I've played. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote Soul Calibur. I played more at work yesterday. It's a lot of fun. Apparently a good choice, though. Yeah. So it's, so, it's so much fun. I, I mean, I played a bit of Soul Calibur and a bit of Dragon Ball, and I really love Dragon Ball. I do want to play Cross Tag Battle, because I've heard it's a really accessible mm, fighter. So I, I think Dragon Ball will win, but I want Soul Calibur to win. So you're going Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. What about uh, Street Fighter? Dragon no, Street, Street Fighter's like old. <laughs> it's been out for so long now. Who's your vote on that? Uh, it's going to be Dragon Ball. Ball. Okay. Yeah. Dragon um, Ball. Best family game. Mario Tennis Aces. No. Nintendo Labo. <laughs> Overcooked 2. Starlink Battle for Atla Atlas. Mario Party. Fuck Mario Party. Mario Party's <laughs> great, but it destroys families. It does not bring them So does Overcooked. <laughs> Mario Party is worse because it's random. Oh, no. <laughs> um, hmm. I think, like, I love, mm. I haven't played Overcooked 2, but I've played Overcooked 1, and I can see why it's in that category. Mm. Mario Tennis Aces is fun, but... I think it's limited. Yeah, it's limited. Yeah. The single player left a very bad I've, taste in my I've mouth. Never, yeah, I've never been so excited for a game to be so, like, 
deflated yeah. after playing it. Like, yeah, just be like, oh. I'm going to say Nintendo Lab because I imagine what how that's been um, picked up by family. So I'm a so I'm a parent. I have kids. I go. I buy Nintendo Lab. I go. Home, I build this with my kids. We play games together. It's yeah. just it's yeah. merging digital with physical and i think that's very cool because it's cool learning tool there's yeah there's there's this concern that you know children aren't going outside anymore and whatever and that just sort of bridges the gap i guess i'm gonna say overcooked too overcooked too i love overcooked too i love overcooked too as well i I mean overcooked it's a good refinement of a great formula overcooked yeah another another split vote right there oh best strategy game also another one that i don't really have much What's Experiencing, Banner Saga Three, BattleTech, who I know, uh, oh, our good mutual friend Gareth Fouché. Is it Fouché? No, 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 I don't think it's him. <laughs> Gaza. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not Gareth Fouché. No, that's different. Gaza. No, no. <laughs> you, you said Gareth first. I was like, huh? no, no. Uh, who I used to work with, um, he loves BattleTech, and I got is, to watch him play. Is he is he making a mech game? Yes. Okay, because that, that makes sense. In, cause, For years now. Yeah. So, um, of course he loves Battletech. It's yeah. a mech game. Oh, wait, I do have a, a horse in this Yeah, game. I was just going to say. Frostpunk? You've got two horses in two this horses. game. Two horses. Into the Breach, Valkyria Chronicles 4, which I really want to play. Oh, um, boy. Because I like Valkyria Chronicles. I'm going to say Frostpunk. Because I watch, I watch Lenska play it. Because <laughs> Frostpunk is the most surprising strategy game I never thought I'd enjoy that I loved this year. I'm like... There's an endless mode now. Oh, no. I'm so excited. Oh, boy. <laughs> so excited to so steer people, my people through hardship. Uh, for longer. Yeah, for longer <laughs> in the terrible snow. Oh, no, that game is hectic. <laughs> that game is really hectic. Makes you make tough ass decisions. Again, another indie studio just bringing their A game, you know. Mm, this oh, is a this, good year this for War games. of Mine uh, developers, 11-bit studios just knocked it out, out of the park. park. Yeah. Um, best. <laughs> best sports racing game. FIFA 19. No. Was <laughs> Horizon 4? Although, I'll, I'll say, FIFA 19 is a lot of fun. It, yeah, it is. Words I never thought I'd hear myself it, say. <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces. Oh, NBA 2K19. Pro Evolution Saga. So, can I tell you, I'm very irritated that Mario Tennis Aces is on this list and Formula 1 isn't. Like, the oh, new Formula 1 game shit. Is, Why is Formula 1 not on this? If this is going to be racing and sports, Formula 1 should be. It's like, here's one racing game and four, th- three sports games and one arcade yeah. sports game. <laughs> Formula 1 should be in here and it would be a strong contender to win, I think. Yeah. Um, barring that, Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, I'm just going to say no Forza Horizon. about it. Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon 4 should be in the game of the year category and it's not and it's a travesty. Um, best multiplayer best game. Multiplayer. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Destiny 2 Forsaken. Fortnite. Monster Hunter World. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I'm going to just say Fortnite. <laughs> I'm going to say Call of Duty. Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. I think it's I, I, the I think it would win, the surprising one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say Fortnite purely because it's it's, it's Fortnite, man. I've played that game so much this year with different people. Mm. It's on every damn platform. It's so easy to cross play. Monster Hunter World for a few months was the 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 shit. The shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna skip best this? student game not because I think the game's I don't, bad, don't, just because I have no nothing. idea. I will mention them though because I think a lot of them look good. Like Combat 2018 looks pretty cool. Dash, Dash Quasar. Quasar. Mm. Jira is incredible. Is that Jira or is it Jira? Like Afrikaans. J-E-R-A. Jira. <laughs> from DigiPen in Spain. Liv. What the heck? And Re. Colon Charge. So Recharge? Recharge, from I guess. 
Best yeah. debut indie Best game. Best debut. Recognizing a new independent studio that released... Mm, I'm pretty sure Mountains has released something before. They have, but I don't know what it was. If not, we all know what's going <laughs> to... Mountains, maybe not. Uh, Actually, I don't know if they have. No, I think they have. Mo uh, so, just for context, we were looking up to people who made... Uh, Florence for mobile. I swear they, you think they, they made, made something a game. Actually, they would have like disqualified them from this category. Yeah, I don't know. I swear they made a game before Florence. I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm wrong because I trust. Um, yeah, old, old Jeff Keeley. Yeah, I, I trust old, old Jeff Keeley. Jeff um, Keeley. Yeah. Okay. So. Who are the I nominees? Think I one of them on Twitter. Wow. <laughs> so the nominees are Don County from yep. uh, Ben Esposito. Despacito. Despacito. <laughs> no, don't do it. Uh, Florence from Mountains. Yes. Moss from Polyarch Games. The Messenger from Sabotage Studio. Yoku's Island Express, Villa oh, Gorilla. Dead Cells isn't on here, so maybe they have made another game before. Motion mm -hmm. Twin. Yeah, maybe they have, yeah. actually. It's a good point, because that would otherwise be on here. Yeah. That's um, Florence, man. Yeah, it's Florence. It's Florence. I love you, Moss, but it's... It's <laughs> I love like, you, but no. <laughs> it's 100% Florence. Um, best esports. Best esports game. CSGO, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, Overwatch. Now, I don't think Fortnite should be in here because I've not seen a proper Fortnite I've exhibition. I've never watched it. Yeah. So, Although they do stuff out there, but I've never actually watched stuff. Gonna go ahead and just say Dota 2. Just because the watched international, yeah. and that shit was fucking good this year. I don't know, man. League of Legends. Look, a lot of them actually deserve shoutouts because Overwatch, Blizzard do a lot of good stuff with Overwatch. Mm. CSGO is like this game that's been around forever, but now over the past year or two, it's picked up a lot in popularity and people oh, are really? watching the competitive scene. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. I think, okay, you saying, um, who did you say again? Dota. Dota 2. Yeah, I'm going to say... I think I'm going to say League of Legends. All right, all right. I'm going to just say League of Legends. Um, do you want to do best esports player? No. No. <laughs> Although, Nantels is on there, isn't he? From, from um, Cloud9. I think he's on there. From Cloud9. Where is he? Where I is he? Nantel. Oh, is he not? Not Nantel. Oh, or am I thinking of... You're talking of... about Sonic Fox. No, he's no, the fighter go dude. Down. He's fucking good. He should win. Uh, I'm every. thinking of another... Oh, you know, you know where I saw it? Sorry. On the Forbes 30 under 30. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he was, was on there. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip best esports team yep. as well. And best esports coach. Yep. Because I don't know. Best esports event. Uh, okay, that, that we can... I mean, the international. E-League Major, Boston. Evo 2018. League of Legends World Champs. Overwatch League Grand Finals. The interna international. International, yeah. The international 2018 was the biggest underdog story I've ever seen in my life. It's it, was, it was interesting. Unbelievably good. Yeah. With drama. Real <laughs> With drama. Actual drama. Uh, I'm going to skip esports host because I don't know half of them. <laughs> um, Best esports moments. Oh. Huh. I guess we can go through this one. Uh, see, Cloud Down's comeback win in triple overtime versus phase. I'm assuming mm. that's kind of strong. E-League. Oh, maybe, yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, let's skip this category. Yeah. No. Nope. There is one though. OG's oh. massive upset of LGD. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, Sonic Fox's side switch in DBZ. I remember this being reported and it was such a big thing. Oh, yeah? Like, he was down in the final and as per the rules, which he's allowed to do, he asked to switch sides. Oh, uh, okay. And it caused major controversy because he ended up winning. Wow. Yeah, don't know. Why is Sonic that? Fox is fucking incredible. <laughs> Fighting game prodigy. <laughs> Content creator, yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm going to yeah, skip this Skip, skip. Ninja. Although, shout out to Ninja who, like, skyrocketed this year. Yeah, that's a cool mm, name. Pokimane. Pokimane. Mm. Okay, so we've just left with Game of the Year. Oh, we've made it through all of them. Game of the Year. The big one. The one you've all been waiting Assassin's Creed for. Odyssey. Celeste. God of War. Marvel Spider-Man. Monster Hunter. Red Dead Redemption 2. Hmm. I know who I want to win. Just I know who I, I want to win. I'd look. I'd love Celeste to win. Just yeah. purely, ju- purely from a recognition point of view. Like, hey, look at this indie game mm. that's that, like that can stand head and shoulders with all these other triple A titles. Um, but I don't know if it will win. I yeah. I feel like Celeste. Even if Celeste came out last year, Celeste would be on this list, but it wouldn't win. Mm. And I feel the same this year. Um, even though I think everyone, I think every game on this category list, everyone should at least play. Yeah. Um, and Celeste especially so, because it's a hard as hell platformer with a great message. So. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I know for a fact Jeff has got that really high in his mm. game of the year list. Like he adores that game. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, Surprising. I I I wouldn't be surprised to see it like be a surprise. Mm, no surprise when you. Um, Spider-Man again. The, Spider-Man the Horizon is, Zero Dawn it's just of this generation. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's enough. And I like it's it's in my top. If I had a top five for the year, it's in it's there. The but five, it's not. But it's not the one. top one. It's not even top three. I don't think. Oh. Um, Look, it's it's hard to be game of the year when you're in a year full of so many really yeah, good games. Yeah. <laughs> I think Red it's going to come down to Red Dead and God of War. Yeah. Look, I think. <sighs> And that makes my I, decision easy because I, I don't I want, God, yeah. Red Dead's not on my top five. No, I, I want, don't think Red Dead is game of the year material. I would hundred percent want God of War to win. And the yeah. thing that here's what annoys me. Okay, I, this is here's a hot take. I've never played Red Dead. Okay, so mm. you can take my opinion with a grain of salt. It probably counts How for nothing. You. How Less dare female. I have an opinion? Um, but I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Rockstar gets this. I don't know this free pass where. The games are good. Don't mm. get me wrong. They're really, really, really good. But there are flaws. But yet they, they still rake up tens across the board. And I'm just like, wow. I agree, that, yeah. It doesn't make sense. And I if, mean, if, the same exists for Zelda. But yeah, I get, I get no, where no, you're coming from. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm like, God of All just reinvented that whole franchise. Mm. It, it's just so good. It's like flawless from beginning to end. It's just so good. With a, a story that's far more impactful than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, and great then, mechanics and then Red Dead I'm like yeah people love the world they love the setting but then they're like the mechanically it's hard to control yeah but then people say no that's intentional I'm like I don't know man I, I don't want my game to be hard to control all I know is that I you know for most of the other games on this list um, when I was playing God of War I came home every day wanting to continue yeah. playing it same for Spider-Man when I got Celeste I played it fairly addictively um, like I never got that feeling with Red Dead at mm. all. I played it once and I was like, oh, I do not like this. Mm. And then I played it a bit more 
And I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting it, but I'm still like yeah. not really into it, you know? So yeah. I just don't think it's that fun to play irrespective mm. of its achievements. Um, so uh, yeah. yeah, I, I can, I can 100% see it winning this category. Mm. No, also that's the thing. I, I can see it winning, but I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't I think win. God of War should win. I don't think it should win. I haven't played, but I really don't think it should win. Um, yeah. God of War was the big surprise for me this year and mm. just super good. So yeah. Yeah. That's Send us good. your thoughts. Yeah, what do you think? Chat, DM us. Yeah, drop what us do you your think thoughts. will be best game of the year? Who do you think is best oh, esports it's host? A pity, it's a pity there are, there are six. <laughs> there, um, are, there are six six games. I'd put up put out a poll for this. We'll revisit it. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I hope the show is not like last year where half the awards were done like off camera. Really? Yeah, like only only a handful of them were given on stage and a bunch of them were just like handed out before the show even started. It was fucking That's weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Well, we've run along with time here. Yeah. I think we're going to have to skip game <laughs> skip, releases. Yeah. It's game releases. I don't even know if we can get to gaming news. Like maybe pick one or Very two. Very brief, brief gaming pick, news. Pick like one or two. Good the thing top there's stories. not much coming out this week though. Yeah. So. Gaming releases is nothing coming out except for, isn't like uh, Just Cause coming out? No. That's is that, in December. That December. Listen, the only game you need to worry about is Super Smash, and that's coming in December. Fuck so, yeah. Yeah. No, that's all you need what to What date is Super Smash? Uh, I think it's the 5th or the 6th. It's like the same time okay, as the, the good, game. Okay, before so. I go to Cape Town. Sweet. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. This is important. This is very important. Um, okay, quick gaming news. I'm going to look at important stuff. Just skip. Um, uh, while our timestamp oh, is... Here's other news. Bill, Bill Mayer is a fucking asshole because he used... Steve uh, Stanley's death to kind of say comics were shit, so fuck that dude. Nice, nice. Um, Wait, I need to oh yeah, this is this. pretty funny. A Twitter Twitter accidentally banned a user for celebrating his Sean Bean kill in Hitman Two. <laughs> or not <laughs> celebrating, he was basically like, I can't wait to go go kill Sean Bean tonight, and Twitter banned him. That is so funny. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like he got unbanned, but God, I laughed at that. Oh, um, can you imagine being the Martins are like, oh, here's a guy confessing to one yeah, to kill Sean. Of Sean Bean. We know he does all the time, the, but still. Sean Bean's died enough. <laughs> I'm banning you. Um, so yeah, that <laughs> fuck. That's so funny. Um, that happened. Let's get to the news. Come on. There was Poor some Sean interesting Bean. stuff this year. Uh, this, this year, yo, yeah, we've had a year, big year. Sure. We know we've had a big year. Uh, Call of Duty 4 is the best-selling game of the year so far. Totally oh, surprising. Shit. And I think on that same note, isn't Pokemon Go the fastest-selling Switch game? Yes. So maybe. I don't know. No, I'm it's, sure. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, Which? You mean oh. Pokemon Let's Go. Sorry, Pokemon Let's Go. Pokemon Go's next community day is all about catching up in the year. So every month there's like a community day in Pokemon Go where they... Yeah increase the spawn rate of one Pokemon, so your chances of grabbing a shiny oh. is increased. And for the next one, happening next weekend, it's not only over one day, it's over two days, and all the Pokemon from previous um, community days are going to be available. Oh, they're going to be around. So it lets you catch up, which is awesome. I'm very excited. That's cool. Uh, no Man's Sky got a new update called Visions. Increases like biomes and adds new uh, flora and fauna to the oh, game yeah. and just makes it stranger. It looks actually kind yeah. of really good. Oh, I yeah, keep hitting my mic today. I'm sorry. I oh, know. Why are you punching it? Sorry. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee Break, Switch Shells Records. Oh, is it? Three million in one week. Hot damn. Okay. And it what says, is the breakdown between Eevee and Pikachu? I, d I don't think it has that. Um, but it says. <laughs> um, 
they've sold 3 million copies in just one week and have become the fastest selling Nintendo Switch title since the system's launch in March of 2017. Hot damn. Which, when you think about it, Breath of the Wild sold really well. Yeah. To the point where it had more than 100% attach rates. Yeah, it which had is, more, more sales than actual Which is consoles. like ridiculous yeah. <laughs> to think about it. Okay, no, but now this isn't to say that Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee will have more than 100% attach rate. Although I do think there are people who buy both versions. Oh yeah, I'm pretty um, sure that's happening. But to outsell, to be the fastest selling game on Switch, it's just, it's mind blowing. Really. Well, although, I mean, there's more Switches in the wild. It's Pokemon, that, man. Yeah, people it's Pokemon. are like, oh, Switches got these unrealistic sales targets <sighs> for the end of the year. But like no, Pokemon, Pokemon always sells. And Smash is the most pre-ordered Switch game in history. Yeah. So like... And yeah, so in the article it says there are 22 million switches in the wild. Damn, son. So that makes sense. I mean, it's catching up on Xbox. <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, oh, yeah, there was a really, really big and really good report by Kotaku's Jason Schreier on Diablo 4. Um, you should go give it a read. It's that was phenomenal. Good, yeah, really good um, piece. But basically, what you need to know is that Diablo 4 is in development under a uh, toad name. It was rebooted, well, rebooted, inverted air mm. quotes, yeah. uh, in 2016. Before then, they were trying to make a sort of like a Dark Souls Diablo by the sounds of it, which I don't know. I kind of want to see. <laughs> I thought it was, uh, I like, I thought it would be interesting because I don't think it would be, we see, when you say Dark Souls, you immediately think like, oh no, it's going to be like a difficult method. Oh no, I mean, I mean like Dark Souls like over the shoulder. No, no, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. So but when they say Dark Souls over the shoulder, a lot of people go, no man, you can't do that, you know? But I'm thinking, oh, think, of, interesting. think of all the, the fast paced action in Diablo, yeah. but from a third person point of view. I think it'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool. So now apparently it's gone back that. to a more traditional vibe, but one that's going to try and retain the dark atmosphere of Diablo 2 because some people thought Diablo 3 was too colorful. I thought it was great. I thought it looked really good. Um, Uh, Fans can be so ridiculous. Yeah, I I get that. Wait, sorry. Read the title of that article, the one above that. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Um, above it. More children more, oh, are yes. gambling and loot boxes could be one of there the causes. There was a BBC report Jeez, that like. more children are gambling. It's increased by like, I think, 400% or something like that. Shit. And uh, a lot of people are blaming loot boxes. And I can't blame them for making that correlation, but yeah. I would like to see a bit more than, oh, we think it's loot yeah. boxes. But yeah, I'm not, so, I wouldn't be surprised. The only reason I laugh is because I saw more children are gambling and I just had a vision of like all these kids flocking to casinos, <laughs> <laughs> like playing the slot Smoke, machines. Smoking yeah. at the, uh, the slot oh, machines, like, Whoa. drinking their, <laughs> what, their lime What is this water. world coming to? <laughs> uh, Civilization Six is getting a really cool expansion called Gathering Storm, which adds climate, climate change, change as a factor to fight against. If you think climate change doesn't exist... It's in fucking video games now. No, what are you going to do? It's re- now it's real. Now it's real. Only that, now. <laughs> the, the, the developers, Sid Meier's, uh, well, 2K and whatever, they basically said that they root their games in scientific fact. So, boom. Oh, boom. science. Take that. Um, oh. Fallout 76 is bad. <laughs> um, if wow. you didn't know already. What did, what did you give the game out of 10? 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10. Bad huh. game. Bad, bad game. Artifact um, is, is artifact, art, kind of? Sort of, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to play it, but I, I keep reading things about its economy and it sounds fucking garbage. No, why did it do that? Monster Hunter mm. movie? Check out that image. Oh, wow. Oh, Mila <laughs> okay. Djokovic. You know it's going to be good. Oh, wow. Um, Rainbow. Um, 
news, Walking Dead. Oh, the Walking Dead final oh. season is back in dev with some former Telltale people at Skybound making the last two episodes. Hope they keep their jobs after that too. Yep. Uh, the best selling exclusive games since software tracking. So the MPD tracks, you know, software sales. Mm-hmm. And um, so they released a report on basically all the uh, exclusives for consoles over the years. Mm-hmm. And the top 10 page is all Nintendo games. <laughs> Every That's single incredible. one of them. And it doesn't include pack-ins oh, or wow. software ones. So. Switch is doing so good. Yeah. Um, news, Obsidian, no, no. Fallout, mm, news, no. Fallout no. had a massive 47 gig <laughs> patch. Fuck that game. Again. Casual 46 gig patch. Welcome Jeez, to 2018 gaming. Basically redone. Dude, it's the same the with... Uh, didn't Black Ops also have like a day one... No. Not that no. large though. Oh, Battlefield 5 review. I didn't see that. Hitman 2 review. Yeah, Battlefield 5 has mm. been getting pretty good reviews. Loot mm, boxes. Mm, Fix PUBG. Oh, yeah, that, that campaign called Fix PUBG where PUBG Corp was basically going, hey, we realize the game's all fucked up. We need to fix it. They apparently finished it and fans are just like, hey, no. it's not done, yo. No. Like, uh, let, let me tell you a quick anecdote, okay? So I haven't played PUBG since Feb. Okay. Mm. Even back then, the game wasn't great. It still worked. I played, I've had a shit ton of hours, nearly 100 hours of PUBG. Oh, damn. Okay. So I've put a fair amount of time into the game. I haven't played it for months. A couple of weeks ago, I thought, hey, I've been playing Fortnite. Let me go back to PUBG, but try it out. Mm-hmm. The game is worse than was it was in February because, well, on my system In anyway, terms of what, like performance? Yeah, performance. Because what happens is when I load into the game, the four or five games I played, I wasn't in the game until the plane had flown over so i just parachuted at the end of its destination every time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i was like well my system's just stuffed it's yeah. like don't load in to land anywhere i'm always going to land in the, at the end of this trip that's cuck so the game's not fixed no definitely not it's just sad hey, but hey i'm upgrading and then it'll still, it'll still so be broken <laughs> um last big rumor essentially is that microsoft is working on a digital only console Apparently. Mm-hmm. I think we knew um, that. Okay. Oh, sorry, Xbox One console. Yeah, discless. Yeah, we did actually Xbox touch on that last console. week. I think, um, yeah, this is them testing the waters for streaming services. Mm. Like seeing, I think this is a cool idea. Like, like if I just think of my Switch, all my Switch stuff is digital. Mm. Um, so if they can reduce the costs of an Xbox One by taking out the optical drive, then cool. And it's it would have to be a good price though. Yeah, but um, it's, it's also going to make it smaller. More, yeah. maybe better, like a nice, sleeker device. The rumor says it's going to be $200. I think that's a bit high. Mm. Um, because, like, you can get a normal Xbox One S for around that price anyway now. Yeah. So, why burden yourself with never being able to use a disc when you can get one with a disc in case for the same price? Mm. So, it's actually, sorry, thinking about it now, how crazy is it that you can buy an Xbox or PS4 for like. Three, four grand. This is when people who've waited reap the biggest benefits. Yeah. Because they buy an S or a PlayStation 4 and they just have this library. It's, it's Yeah, it's so cheap now. And it's funny because, I mean, consoles go up in price, don't get me wrong. But gaming is this weird space where we don't seem to follow the norm of, like, PS5 is not going to suddenly be... 10,000 Rand and then mm. PS6 is 15,000 Rand. It mm. always sort of starts at a peak and then it always comes down to the, which I suppose is normal for tech, but it, it still blows my mind that, you know, it, console 
gaming is very affordable. I'm super curious to see local pricing on new consoles just because our exchange oh. rate is so garbage. <laughs> so bad. PS5, 10,000 Rand. No. <laughs> it's like, what? The, the Xbox One X is $500. Mm. And that thing is 8,000. How much is it? Yeah, 8,000. <laughs> You can bet new it's consoles are going to cost that much. Like, oh, wait. And the last big gaming news this week. Uh, not gaming news, sorry. The be- best news this week. Lion King trailer's out. Oh, my God. Trailer. What a trailer. So good. Go watch it. James Earl Jones is back as Mufasa. It's so and good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, look, I-, I love the new cast that they have. But a part of me is like all the voice actors are alive, I think. Yo, Jeremy Irons for Scar could have come back. Yeah, they all could have come back. I'm like, yeah, but I'm keen to see all this whole new lineup. Um, Donald Glover as Simba. <sighs> Donald Glover, what a guy, man. He's gonna, Beyonce he's gonna be as good, Nala. Um, Seth Rogen as uh, Pumba. As Pumba. <laughs> John Oliver as Zazu. That's going to be so good, man. So good. Yeah, yeah the tra- so trailer, teaser trailer's out. If you haven't watched The Jungle Book. And okay. it's out in July, I think. July. So the, the dude who directed The Jungle Book... Is, is making this and let me tell you yeah. when I watched the Jungle Book I was like yeah love action Jungle Book's not gonna work I was wrong it was really good and I like, <laughs> like I said I'm not a huge fan of um, the Jungle, Jungle Book Jungle Book no no yeah, I, I, I love that the movie. live action now take my favorite Disney movie Lion King and let that dude make it we've got, we've got a recipe John, for John Favreau has done a lot I mean he directed some of the Iron Men yeah he, I mean he acted in them he's uh, <laughs> so the, the bodyguard he, he was in Friends you know that was he, he in Friends yeah he, he had um, a few episodes as Monica's boyfriend really in like the earlier seasons yeah long ago and now it's so funny because then I, when he popped up in Iron Man I was like hey that's the dude from Friends and then it's like wow who, di- who directed this, this Jungle Book what it's that guy there's Man a of movie many talents. of his that you should watch um, not a, not an old one. I think he came out like three years ago called Chef. Yeah. Oh. Directed by John Favreau. And he, he's the main actor as well. It's oh, that's cool. Super good. Super. Yeah, super he's good. he's a great director. Yeah. Uh, Chef is a great comedy. You should watch it. Um, John Favreau. Goddamn. Um, gaming questions. You gaming say. Gaming questions. Gaming questions. Oh, while the <laughs> while they sing the song. Of, this is our new. Um, the song of their people. This is a new jingle to our question section. Just dogs howling. Listen, I don't know. If, can you can you guys hear that? I'm pretty sure I'm they pretty can. Sure. In past <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's where that happened. My sister once, she's like, listen, you, I, I love listening to you guys, but the dogs in the background, it's it's a bit hectic sometimes. Like, well, listen, it's an army of them. We, can't, we actually like can't control them. them. Yeah, yeah, they will eat us. <laughs> They'll actually eat us. Okay, gaming questions. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, in kind of funny, they sometimes have ambulances that drive past. This is our version. This is our that, version. Yeah. It's like the dogs are not on, on your side. They're on our side. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, first question comes from, I think it was from Craig. He said, Guild. Guild underscore game. says, what did you get on Black Friday? Did you mm. see anything worthwhile? Mm. Oh, you told me you bought a mm. little, little, I bought a little something, something. So let me take you through a very short story. On a journey. I bought a monitor like a week ago. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, there's a G-Sync one. It's pretty, pretty affordable. Like G-Sync, I'm always like, yeah, I really want to get mm. a G-Sync monitor. Um and I, I I know the differences between like TN and VA and IPS panels and whatever. Mm. And uh, I looked up reviews for this monitor and everyone's like going, hey, for a TN screen, this is pretty, this is pretty good. It's mm. pretty, good, good, good. Good contrast, you know, can, this and that. What I didn't read was that there were two versions of this monitor. I know. And they were talking about the first revision and yeah. the second revision was drastically worse. So I got wow. the second revision. Didn't realize. Oh, no. Uh, and fuck, uh, yeah, that TN panel was bad. It was so bad. It just looked... 
everything looked washed out. It looked terrible. So bad. And then I made matters worse for myself because I set up my current monitor, which is an IPS one, next to it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. This is, yeah. this is terrible. So I returned it. <gasps> and now I got a new monitor. That's nice. I bought a Samsung oh. gaming one, which is, it uses the same panel as my TV. So I know that shit's mm. good. You know, it's going to be... It's oh. curved as well. There's no straight version, which curved? bugs me. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's great though. What you buy? Cash. I heard you bought, I bought just my one PC. Thing. Yeah, just one thing. My <laughs> PC. Oh my. Busy messaging you for like two hours, Jeez. going. The price is this year. The price is this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, that, that is me messaging you. I'm like, listen, I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> and us both waiting for EveTech specials. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I found some good stuff. I mean, the way I so I, I spreadsheet the shit out of this. I mm. I knew I have what X component would cost from Y a supplier and this and that and I knew exactly what I wanted uh, Black Friday came the one thing I didn't count on is that um, so like EveTech for example and Wootware they don't mark down they don't say like hey it's 10% or 20% of all motherboards it's literally like mm. here are 100 items that we've discounted yeah which throws a span in the works because I'm like, I specifically want this motherboard, but it's not on sale. But now you've got to look at this motherboard. Yeah, but then yeah. it's like, but they only have one other motherboard or two other motherboards and one of them's for AMD and the other one's way too expensive. So mm, mm. long story short, what I would have spent on everything that I bought, I went big, man, was, was 20, 20 and a half thousand rand, 20.5K. Yeah. Oh, PC stuff's expensive now. It I didn't realize how so expensive, expensive CPUs Holy have, have become like crazy. Yeah, so 20 and a half thousand rand is what I would have spent, but I spent 16. And that's without a GPU. So I saved four and a half oh grand. No, but see, that also includes like, in that is a uh, memory card for my Switch, a couple of hundred bucks. And an Elgato. Um, oh yeah, game box. capture. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that locally costs about three thousand two hundred rand. Got it from. It's like one eight. Got it from Amazon UK for one thousand eight hundred rand. That, that thing. Oh, I love. I, I love. I love mine. Like yeah. use it for streaming. Use it for game capture. It's perfect. Yeah. So I'm quite chuffed because, like, if if I had to buy stuff, so the Elgato is something I would have bought at a later stage. Mm. So I was I was willing to cough up 16 grand for my PC. That is like my absolute limit. Won't spend more than that. So I did spend that, but I got a whole lot of extra goodies on top of that, which I'm quite pleased with. Yeah. So yeah. I know people who say, you didn't actually save four and a half thousand rand. You still spent it. I'm like, no, I would have spent 20 and a half thousand rand. I actually did save four and a half thousand yeah. rand. So yeah. yeah, 100% worth it. Nice. Although South Africa doesn't do Black Friday rights. So like, I mean... It's not it's, even a holiday, really. Yeah, so. but they, they jump on the bandwagon and then, oh, people... I mean, some places, I thought uh, EveTech had some good specials. No, they did have some, had some decent yeah. ones. Tech lot. I mean, the first thing I noticed was how, <laughs> like every other year, how masks some of these things were. Like, I say EveTech had good sales, but some of their shit, like, there was a monitor on there. I'm like, that's not a sale price. I saw that. That price was there two days ago. Yeah. Identical, not in spe You guys are fucking with us. Yeah, retailers do that. Yeah, I don't know Tech why. Lot did it a bunch with some of their stuff. So, I mean, like you said, you had a spreadsheet. So yeah, you knew I, I was ready. I was like, you're not going to fuck me. <laughs> so, I mean, retailers will do what retailers do. Is it false advertising? I don't know. It's weird. that There was, there was an SSD special. I'm really sad it didn't jump on the... Yeah, and that was actually available for a long time. Eh? Yeah, it was it like was, 850 bucks. Yeah, because it went up at midnight. I was like, that's probably going to sell gonna, out. Yeah, and then fly. the following morning, it was still there. I was like, hmm. And then when I, was I was so looked at it again, I was like, no, sold out. I was like, good. I don't need it. So I was so And then Amazon had really good specials on SSDs. And every time I did the calculation, it was like, that one's still cheaper. I was like, fuck. Mm. Should I do it? Should I? <laughs> I 
Did you see there was an SSD with RGB lights in it? Yeah. <laughs> what? The? Oh wait, here's, here's, here's my favorite part up. of my build. Okay, I don't I don't want RGB shit. Mm, sure, okay? sure. No, I, I really don't. Mm, okay. Sure. But my case has. I, I just love my case. It's got fans that light up. Okay? Which brand did you get again? Uh, NZXT or no? It's is it Cooler Master? Corsair. Oh, well, this is well, this. I think it's the same one. Brands. That's no, Corsair. what do you have? Corsair. I yeah, think it might Corsair. be Corsair. I'll look it up after. Corsair is great. I love Corsair. Um, so that case has fans, but like it's like a color. They don't RGB disco light the shit out of everything. Sure, sure. Okay. But then the RAM I wanted wasn't on sale. The RAM that was on sale, however, has RGB, RGB lighting. <laughs> so that's got RGB lighting. And then the CPU cooler you recommended, I'm like, listen, it's still like I, I don't want to spend that money on that so I, like there was a nice just, water cooler one on sale but yeah it was pretty expensive i'm like no i just want something that will work you know for now i'm not worried so but the one i ended up buying it, it, it lights up blue rgb <laughs> or no it's not rgb yeah just b so my, my case is gonna be a, a disco dance party it's great hot damn great times hot damn i yeah. saw one uh, the other day when i was returning that monitor i was literally just like this the CPU cooler was RGB. Every f- case fan was RGB. The RAM was RGB. The graphics card cooler was RGB, and they were all set to color wave. No, they were all just like <laughs> that. That thing was fucking yes. vomiting rainbows at my eyes. Yes, how and I they know. Were so, they were all out of sync. Oh no! So it was just like <laughs> just just this like color That's explosion awful. happening. Like no. Yes, how I know we've gone too far. You mm. can buy a mouse pad. That has RGB lighting. Razer will sell you a cup holder that is RGB. That has R- <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing? Mm-hmm. Or speakers with but RGB. Here's the thing, okay. Back in the day, it would make sense to me to some extent because people land and it's a bit of a show off thing like, hey, check out my case. Look at mm. my build. Look, mm. look at all my cool lighting. Who lands today besides like the, the rage land, let's say? I mean, I, I, I hate <laughs> the lighting because like sometimes I leave my PC on to download something at night. And the only thing that really lights up on my desk is my keyboard that's mm. red. And I have to turn those lights off because I can't. Mm. Like, nah, no, fuck it. <laughs> I don't want case, no. I I like that I have like a little piece of text in my thing that lights up red and like that's it. It's your, so. it's your, your graphics card. Yeah, graphics Does oh, it lights up red now? I can change it to whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh, can you do that on all of them? Uh, the one I have No, I give you the NVIDIA one. You can't do that. That Boo. shit's just green. That shit's just green. <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm going to have a blue CPU cooler, green RGB RAM, card. my case I can send set to whatever color, and then green graphics You should card. make your, yeah. your, your RAM like a combination between blue and green. So <gasps> kind of Wait, like, can, I, can I put it off on the RAM? Because I will 100% probably, yeah. do that. There's probably software to allow you to I'll, put I'll it off. I'll just leave it on to piss people off. <laughs> just let it off. <laughs> no, my PC is in the, like, the corner of the room. You won't see it. So that was think. Black Friday. Yeah, that's Black Friday. Ooh, ooh. Next question from Craig again says, what do, you, what do we think of of a Fortnite winning game? And so just to be clear, the, the Game Awards we covered, it's like the it's called the Game Awards, okay? Jack Keighley's production. Yeah. The, the one that Craig's referring to, is, I think it's the Joysticks. Golden Joysticks. The Golden Joysticks Game Awards. They gave Fortnite so Game of the Year. Someone said that the Golden Joysticks is a voted for award i didn't know that i thought it was still paneled oh okay so voted for Fortnite. if if that's the case Listen, okay so the question is like because i think we had a brief discussion on this um craig and i when when it happened or jeff and i, I can't remember um like Fortnite 
is definitely a game of the year contender in my view. Um, and I can, I can understand why it would win game of the year. Mm. Like it's redefined like games as a service. It completely blew PUBG out of the water in terms of like it's battle royale and it stayed relevant over a year. It's got so many players across, you know, so many devices. So it's pioneered cross play and it's just like this cultural phenomenon. Like mm. everyone knows about Fortnite. Um, so yeah, I can see why people go, yeah, that deserves a game of the year. Mm. Would it be mine? No. No. But the thing is, if it is voted for, I mean, it's Fortnite. Yeah. It's got the biggest player it's, base. It's the so most it's, popular game on the which planet. Which makes complete sense then. I mean, if you rally, rally all the players of Fortnite to vote once and you have mm. millions, tens of millions of votes, it, it makes sense. And I agree with you. It's, it's, a, it's the same thing with PUBG last year. It was... It was a cultural phenomenon it's like whoa there's, there's this whole battle royale genre really fun really interesting and then Fortnite just sort of penetrated everything I mean we've touched on this football players doing Fortnite dances yeah it's Fucking like what, when, what world what world does that happen you know where you, all these mainstream celebrities are coming up and like hey I'm a gamer look yeah. I know this dance from this cool game whatever we have Ninja so Ninja's always been a popular streamer but earlier this year, Drake joined him on a stream, which all of a sudden you've got Drake's fans who not all of which are gamers are like, what is this Fortnite thing Drake mm, was playing? Mm. You know, it's just, it's gone through, it's just meshed cultures together and crossed boundaries. So yeah, yeah game I, can, of the year, I, can, I mean, I can understand it. And I mean, I'm not going to take away, like that's an achievement in itself. Yeah, yeah but like, no, it wouldn't be my game of the year either. Mm-hmm. Not at all, but I can understand why it is. Yeah, it's, it's mainly because like, it wouldn't be my game of the year because I look at, you know, games with stories and a bit more creative. Oh, you see, this sounds like I'm saying that Fortnite doesn't have a creative vision, but it does. Mm. But like, if I hold it up against games like Celeste and God of War, like mm. to me, it just it's not as. But great. then that that's the argument people have every year. Like, what what makes a game of the year? Yeah, you know, it's it's always going to be subjective. Just like so. game reviews, it is a subjective thing. There's no criteria that mm. says this is the game of the year by mm. this x y and z so i think it's 100 percent val- i saw some people getting really mad about it um i think it's 100 percent valid i think it's re- the one thing i find annoying is that last year people were saying hey PUBG could be game of the year and people were like how can you give game of the year to something that's not complete fortnite's not done no it's still in beta yeah so like <laughs> it's the same principle and yes fortnite is way more polished and whatever but at its prime, PUBG changed the industry fundamentally mm. as well. Like, it was the thing people were talking yeah. about. It broke the Steam records for a reason. So, I think to say that it didn't deserve recognition for that, but Fortnite deserves it now is it's disingenuous. Weird, yeah. But, yeah, that's another argument. It's a conversation for not this podcast, because we're mm. way over and we have one more question. <laughs> go, go, go. So, from Cole, Cole Angus at Sageville. Says, Ooh, Sage. What's What's the best... Slash cuckest chat comment you've encountered while playing multiplayer games. Hmm. I have one off the top of my head. Go for it. Um, so just upfront, being being from South Africa, you always tell international games that, and you get racist comments, which is not cool. Obviously. And even locally, we get some really like bullshit people who comments the most vile shits. Mm-hmm. I mean, gamers can be awful. But the one that made me laugh, I can't remember what we were playing. It might have been Dota or StarCraft or something. I was playing with my friends and our teammate or an enemy, 
he was really pissed off with us, as is the case with games like that, because, you know, you're always wrong and the person's right. Obviously. For ob- obvious reasons. And he's just like, something, something, you dog child. And I'm like, <laughs> what does that even mean? You like, am I, am I a puppy? <laughs> like, what is that? They couldn't decide an agenda for the dog. Yeah, it's like, just like, like, and he's just like, you dog child. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, what does that mean? I love dogs. Yeah, I was like, I- I'm a cute puppy. This is insulting, or what are you trying to get at you? <laughs> I mean, that's one that dog always comes child. to mind. Yeah, you oh dog child. Um, oh, and oh, sorry, another one. Someone, this is just a type, it worked out funny because the guy was, was trying to type shut up and he ended up typing, uh, typing shout up. Shout up, yeah. She's <laughs> so like, yeah, it up. it'll be louder. <laughs> Make the circle bigger. <laughs> yeah, so those are just some that come to mind. Shout up. But yeah, there's no, other than that, there's nothing that... I don't have anything mind. that really sticks out because I don't play as much multiplayer. Um mm. I just Shut know up. that the last time I really played Overwatch, I encountered some really shitty. Like I was, it was annoying because I was playing with people I knew. So yeah. I matched up. We used Discord, and then we matched up with other people um, via Discord from you know the Overwatch Reddit or whatever. Mm. So it was like six of us in a chatting, and like three of us, you know, two other guys were my friends, and the other three people were randoms. And part of those other three people, two of the players were female. No, no. Um, and my, the people I was playing with that I knew, who I've now stopped playing online games with, um, they were just like really, not abhorrently, but like very outwardly sexist. Yeah. Like asking the girls how long they've been playing games. Is it weird that people <laughs> find it weird that they play games? Like shitty stuff that's like yeah. all like weird. I don't know. I didn't like it, and I like quit out pretty quickly after that. Um, yeah, online gaming that's, sucks. That's always the worst. So when, so you say you have you're playing games with people you you find playing with, but then like oh, I have this one mate who I haven't really played with. He's gonna party up with us. Mm. It turns out that person's like really, really awful. Like mm. just a bad mm. human being. Like why are we playing with this person? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's shitty. It's like, and people go, well, you have to call them out on that. And yes, you do. Um, yeah, it's a it's a complicated thing. Yeah. I, it's shitty. Like you should not be like that. Um, just, just don't be, don't be. Yeah, don't be a puss. Don't, don't be a be, <laughs> hot, be good, hot take, be right? Yeah, don't, don't be a be, puss. Be lacquer. Be lacquer. Don't be a puss. Oh. that's the episode. <laughs> what an episode! My God, that's I had one game to talk about, but it's like one of the longest episodes we've ever. It's a recorded. game awards, man. We we just great to long episodes. What can yeah. we say? It was a good. It was a good time. It was a yeah, good time. It was fun. Enjoyed it's been that. episode 33. Yes, 33 of Checkpoint Chat. As always, you can DM us on at Checkpoint Chat on Twitter or, or slide into our DMs there or oh. reply to Matty's weekly questions, tweets. Mm-hmm. You can also mm-hmm. find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Checkpoint Chat. And you can email us, checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. I mean, I'd, that, I'd, that, I'd that, that, that email address has got cobwebs at the I'd moment. I dare you to send us an email. <laughs> I dare you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, catch that's, us on any us. service with cast in the name, including your plaster of and, Paris. And, and Spotify. And Spotify, yeah. Spotify no, casts. Spot, Spotify cast. Spotify cast. Spotify cast, yeah. Spotify cast. That, that yeah. should be, a, that should be a service, yeah. You know, if you like what you hear, like, give us a, a rating and review. Mm. Even if you don't like what you hear, give us a rating mm. and review. Exactly. If you love what you hear, give us money. It's just something I'll say every week, but not. I'm really just kidding because we have no means for you to give us money. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, you see, we, we're not accepting money because we're still scared people send us spiders. Spiders, no, don't send us spiders. <laughs> Gavin will send us spiders, that's the problem. Yeah, 100% will. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's why we don't hand out 
Although, like you said last week, people triangulate on your location every week. But we're not giving you any clues this week. <laughs> Besides that, you have, what, 13 dogs? Yeah. yeah Can't see those on Google that's, Maps. That's, yeah, that's your clue. Though. You never know. <laughs> that's your clue this week. And we're done. That's, yeah, episode 33. 33. We'll be back next week. The Half-Life 3 episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.